Kieran, you wanted to talk about naughty billboards. Um, what did you see? That sounds more exciting than it is. It's a campaigner who's put forward a very interesting idea. Well, I thought it was an interesting idea. She's the director of a UK pressure group called Ad Free Cities. And they are advocating for a complete ban on all outdoor corporate advertising. Um, and really, they want to go for the sides of buses, London Underground, but also the idea of no adverts, um, no billboards, because they claim their argument is that they're in a public space without consultation. They cause light pollution and they're often for, in their view, for things that people can't afford or need. Um, and in fact, other countries, it turns out, other cities have done this. Um, Sao Paulo has banned all forms of outdoor advertising, and that was in 2006, um, which is quite interesting. I hadn't realised Grenoble um, in France had, did the same in 2014. Amsterdam has banned some adverts, um, out, outdoor adverts. So it's, a, it's a possibly an idea that is going to be pushed further, they talk about light pollution and sight pollution. And I thought sight pollution was very interesting. And it reminded me of um, Naomi Klein's um, book, No Logo, where she talked about um, advertisers and marketers basically um, taking up places in our, in our brains. And there was a campaign to give our brain space back because they felt that it cluttered up um, our brains and made us think about things that perhaps we didn't need to. So I just thought it was a really interesting argument. Naturally, the out-of-home um, advertising industry um, is saying that actually um, adverts are very important, they contribute significant amounts of money, um, and they have an argument that in a free society, businesses have the right to advertise their wares. Um, they also say that ad-free cities suggest that individual citizens are helpless and brainless automatons, suggesting that there's a sort of puppet master. The market, nasty marketers stick an advert up and pull the strings of individuals who then have to go out and immediately go and buy whatever it is that's being advertised. I thought it was just a very interesting two ways of looking at an argument that we needed to look at. So I wonder what your view was. <laughs> there's an awful lot there, Kieran. Um, <sighs> I would put it all under uh, something that marketers do need to be aware of from the point of view of corporate uh, reputation and brand damage. And that is the growing ethical uh, movement or campaign um, about what big business does to the planet. There are concerns uh, widespread in, in various areas, whether it's from an environmental point of view uh, in terms of um, carbon footprint through to the ethical aspects of what are we doing to our children. Um, I've written on this subject before in, in the philosophy mm -hmm. of marketing. It is very important that marketers are careful about what it is they do because they have some very powerful tools in their uh, armory. And there are arguments uh, as to whether or not outdoor advertising, you know, is good or uh, for corporate um, business. Um, but perhaps when overdone um, or inappropriately done is actually detrimental to um, the public. Uh, and certainly some of the arguments that are made in this particular article and others in the campaign um, would indicate that there are some areas, Bristol being an interesting example in this one, um, of over 
um, advertising in certain areas of, uh, of the city. Um, those areas of um, the world that have in the past taken um, remedial steps, as it were, as to reduce the amount of outside advertising um, have done so, so slightly problematically. Um, but um, there are fairly strong arguments, I think, that um, in some uh, over uh, dominated areas with advertising, it is detrimental to um, the local um, environment. Um, and certainly there are arguments about um, power, especially at the moment when people in, the, in in Europe and we are starting to consider um, use of low power um, uh, options because of uh, power sh uh, energy shortages. So illuminating posters at night time is probably uh, mm. not a particularly uh, good citizen thing to do. Um, the argument that uh, you know co corporations have the right, there's no such thing as have the right, they, they have the ability to do so um, until people decide that they don't want them to. And uh, if the pressure is, is high enough, then that um, right, as they might put it, or that ability will be modified. And I think it's very uh, clear that from the point of view of whether it's digital advertising, of which there's a great deal of a backlash, um, whether it's physical advertising, that marketers need to be very careful about where it is that they advertise, how much they advertise, and, and what actually is the reason for it. Uh, I'll finish in a second, but I think one of the things that was uh, important in the um, article you were referring to was that the advertising, I think, of high-value goods in mm. a rather deprived neighbourhood. Um, mm. and, and we do think clearly about the fact that you know, advertising is to make people aware of products, which is good, um, but perhaps is overly done when it is uh, done willy-nilly on the basis that we're trying to... Um, reduce cognitive dissonance and um, to just really reinforce people have already purchased. And maybe that aspect of the marketing communications mix needs to be reassessed. Now, that's that's an interesting one. I mean, I think it's always very easy for um, campaigners to go for things like the marketing for unhealthy commodities because it's a it's a nice, easy target. You know, we don't need outdoor advertising because it encourages people to eat junk food is actually, to, in my view, not really the nub of the issue. And it's where the issue will go. And we already there are already rules that say you can't advertise junk food near schools, etc. Um, I think it's a, the, the wider thing, is, as you pointed out, is the ethical side of actually, should marketers even be doing this? You know, is it reasonable to have big advertising billboards everywhere for things that maybe you do or don't want to see? And I speak as somebody who, who has complained about posters that I've been put up that I thought were inappropriate. Um, and anyone can do that, by the way. You can con you contact the Advertising Standards Authority, asa.org.uk, and complain. Um, it, so, uh, uh, there are checks and balances. You can't just advertise anything. There, I mean, you know, there are codes and there are places that mm -hmm. you can complain to. Yep. 
Is there too much advertising? It's an interesting question. I did a completely, uns and knowing that we were going to discuss this, I did a completely unscientific check with some Gen Zs over the weekend <laughs> just because they happened to be littering up my living room at the time and said, right, what do you think about banning outdoor advertising? And the general view was, oh my goodness, that just means marketers will clutter up digital and I'll see even more digital ads and I don't want to do that. So I'd rather they were out in advertising space um, in posters where I don't see them which I, was an, an interesting view, but there was a suggestion there, and I said it was completely unscientific, that actually advertising was just general clutter. And if you stopped advertisers advertising one place, they would merely rear their head hydra-like somewhere else. Yes, I think that's fair enough. I think the point that one would take from, as you say, the unscientific study is <laughs> they don't like advertising, mm. full stop. Um, and I think... The way in which we have discussed this is, uh, from a theoretical perspective as non-intrusive or interruptive advertising has been the goal of advertisers over a long period of time, but almost mm. by absence has, has uh, been uh, fulfilled. The element that we, we now have uh, that you, I know, uh, use and I think a lot of people do is ad blockers on their websites, mm -hmm. um, on, on their browsers rather, um, and would much prefer not to see advertising whilst they're trying to do their daily lives. But advertising is an extremely important mechanism when it's about making people aware of new products. Mm. PR is the same and you know, is about informing people of new ideas and products and indeed perhaps ways to save the planet. Um, so blanket um, bans are not a good idea, but some level of restraint I think is important. Um, otherwise, one antagonizes the marketplace that actually one wants to appeal to. Yes, I'm also a little bit dubious about um, the suggestion that maybe billboards should be replaced both community ads and art rather than multi-billion companies putting logos everywhere. I'm thinking, actually, if, if it's to declutter the space, yes, you shouldn't yeah. be encouraging community adverts and art either. I mean, some art can be equally... Um, intrusive and I've got nowhere to go and complain to it. There's no, um, uh, there's no equivalent to the Advertising Standards Authority for art installations. Um, yep. So I do challenge, I, um, one of the areas I'm slightly confused by is what they're actually trying to achieve. I think decluttering the visual space is a good thing. I mean, lots of people get overstimulated by the visual space as you know, there is no control over what you see and what you have. Um, but I'm not certain replacing it with just something else is really the solution here. Especially as the point you say, it would be uh, not only unrepresentative, um, it would not necessarily be controllable. Um, mm. And that's the, one of the biggest issues. You know, the, the appeal of a clean space is fine if the space happens to be appealing. Um, if the space mm. is unappealing, as many you know, roundabouts, industrial areas, etc. are, um, then the question is, you know, do you actually want to cluster it up with uh, graffiti or do you want to have adverts? Uh, I'm not saying I've got a particular answer to that, but um, I think that we have to bear in mind that it isn't just you know, considering advertising versus a beautiful space. But I think um, we do uh, need to conclude that you know, 
we need to be careful about what we do as marketers. We need to make sure that our adverts are appealing um, and are something that people will want to see. Um, so um, th this movement, I don't think, is going to go away um, um, because it's part of the wider, you know, the corporate world has, has destroyed our planet approach. Mm. Um, and um, it will be about um, for quite a while, I think. Yes, I think it, it's it, there. There are. It's one of those things where there definitely are arguments on both sides. But you're absolutely right. It, it's up to marketers to think, perhaps a little bit more clearly than perhaps we currently do about are we, <clears throat> are we cluttering up space for a good reason or for a bad reason? Yeah, and and, and I think we we need to think about um, you know, how we. Um, use that space. The bigger issue, I think, which we haven't really sort of got time to do today, but the one I think that is interesting is the degree to which digital advertising has truly invaded social media um, and what and how should be uh, done about it. That's definitely one for another week. <laughs> nice to speak to you, Charles. Indeed. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.